Hello, hello. I'm Jackie and welcome. Welcome back for another episode of A Quiet Divorce. So this week, ladies, we are going to chat about the most nerve-wracking, anxiety-filling, and unknown part of every divorce or breakup, re-entering the dating scene. OMG is all that went through my mind when I first started thinking about dating. And some might find it exciting to meet someone new after a breakup. But with my experience and with my divorce in particular, and also learning about what other women are going through that were in my position, it can be the most daunting piece of the moving on process. So many questions to ask and very few answers that will make us feel better about dating again and having to meet, get to know another person and just starting over. But I'm here to tell you today that, well, I'm not going to say it's not gut-wrenching and scary. It is. And it fills me with anxiety as well. But then, when I think about it, what's the rush? There's no timetable. No one's saying that you have to start dating after your divorce by this time or you need to settle down again. Been there, done that. But what do I do in the meantime? Well, for me, getting to know myself again was what I looked forward to the most. 100% me time. And that might not appeal to everyone. Some people like to be in a relationship and that's perfectly fine. But I do feel after such a life-changing experience, such as divorce, taking a break from it all, just might be the best form of self-care that you can do for yourself. And my favorite self-care days is simply having no agenda at all, no one to see, nowhere to go. And I could just sit, write, read, whatever, and really just appreciate being with myself. It's absolutely the most liberating feeling when you know when you know, ladies, that you can go it alone. And once you do that and you feel the sense of completeness alone, then, then you can now have room for someone else, that new, special someone else. But when is it a good time to start post-divorce, you ask? And where do I even begin as it has been so long since I've been around another man? since my ex. The oh-so-dreaded first date, where so many conclusions can be drawn, and you learn so much more honestly about yourself than your actual date. I mean, that was one of the perks of getting married, being able to leave the dating scene behind and never having to go on a first date ever again. And yet, and yet, despite our best efforts, Vows made and broken, we're back, dipping our feet into the same pool that we thought we had said goodbye to you all those years ago. But that's how dating is now. Everything's on an app or online and you simply have to be in the game or you're out. Whatever happened to meeting the old-fashioned way? I can't believe I'm even saying old-fashioned way, like at a bar or a club or even through a friend. 
how do I even begin to date in today's modern world? I did not know, so I consulted a few friends. Now we're still single about the dating scene and how is it really like out there? Because I was definitely out of practice. And let's take a look at the facts. I'm a mother of two young boys in my 40s, just lost my job, and I was in the middle of my divorce, not yet finalized. Not exactly the high points you want to put on an online dating site, to which, by the way, I have never, ever done before. But that's the way to date these days is through a site or an app, and it's just something I'm not used to. Even more reason to make sure you are taking the necessary steps, ladies, to take care of yourself, get to know yourself again, and be happy with yourself. And just to be in the best mindset to start dating again and be absolutely clear of your intentions. As you all know, if you have followed my journey from the beginning, you know that I'm in a relationship with Jeff, my ex-husband's cousin. And that is quite a long story and quite the experience. And even though we knew each other as friends, good friends, switching gears to a romantic involvement, well, it's like meeting someone new but familiar all at the same time. And that was my first dating experience post-divorce. And then after seeing each other for three to four months, we decided to give ourselves a real fair shot. You know, a friend recently asked me, what are your best tips for dating Jackie and getting into another relationship? There are so many, many factors, but I guess if you had to ask me for my one best piece is being that I wasn't in the dating pool, I decided to explore my feelings with a close friend. I would say my experience has taught me that timing is everything. Don't overthink it and don't ever feel you have to be part of a couple. You decide when you're ready, really ready. And when you are ready to test those waters, take your time, ladies. Don't have any expectations. And remember, you decide who, what, when, and where. And more importantly, enjoy each encounter and just have fun. But for those of you who are absolutely ready to start dating again because you feel you're at the perfect point in your healing journey and your life, today we are joined by Melissa, an experienced divorce coach that is here today to share her best tips to entering the dating scene post-divorce. And here she is. Hi, my name is Melissa. I am a coach and a divorce specialist, and my mission is to help clients turn their divorce into something meaningful and up-level mental health along the way. I was honored to be asked onto the Quiet Divorce podcast today for my best dating advice for those of you that are ready to get back out onto the dating scene. So I have two pieces of advice. Number one, get very clear on your intention. Why do you want to date? Do you want to have fun? Do you want to fill a void of loneliness or are you ready to find a suitable companion that adds to an already full life? Let me tell you why this is important. If you're looking for someone to fix you or fill some kind of a gap in your life, you're going to attract people that need to be fixed themselves like toxic or narcissistic people. 
These people can sniff out our vulnerabilities a mile away. But you, if you are whole and have standards for yourself, you're going to attract that energy back. Future partners will see that you're a high value woman and not willing to settle for anything less than she deserves. And this is rarely attractive to people. You will attract someone that meets you energetically and is able to treat you the way you deserve. Second, my second piece of advice relates to something someone told me many years ago, which at the time I found incredibly callous, but now I kind of relate to it a little bit in my personal and professional life. They said to me, don't worry if something doesn't work out with the man. Men or women, depending on what you prefer, are like buses. When one leaves, another is around the corner. And like I said, at the time, I thought this was kind of callous, but now I relate to it for two reasons. Number one, it takes the pressure off finding the right person. If you know he or she is around the corner, you can date and have fun, go out with as many people as possible and really enjoy the, the journey. You may approach dating with a much more open mind and future dates will pick up on this energy. The second reason that I think this is really helpful advice is if your bus is really around the corner, how are you going to show up to the bus stop? Are you going to have bad energy, not putting any effort into your appearance, not trying, not having exciting things going on in your life that make you more interesting? No, you'll be excited. You'll try and exhibit a positive energy. You may even try a new hairstyle, maybe even try different bus stops. So when one bus stop bus turns out to be a dud, you won't get so down about it. And not to belabor the metaphor, you'll recognize for the bad recognize it for the bad ride that it was and get ready for the next bus. So in other words, you start acting as if you have already found your ideal mate. And when we act as if the goal we set out to achieve is already happened, it puts our brain in a creative mode. The brain starts filtering out what is not meant for us and starts tapping into resources to find what is meant for us. I hope you found this helpful and I hope you enjoy getting back out there. You can find me on my website at www.melissakhalil.com or on Instagram at melissakhalilcoaching.com. Thank you for having me today. Hello there and welcome back. Thank you so, so much, Melissa. Such amazing advice. You know, we never know if the second time around will be better. But do know this, take all the lessons that you have learned to avoid falling into the same pitfalls and take this opportunity to create a better relationship with yourself and with that next lucky guy. And as Melissa would say, the next bus is right around the corner. So be your best self at all times. And remember, positive thoughts equal positive outcomes. On that note, we will continue next week with perspectives and how to maintain the right perspective during the time of a breakup or divorce. How to successfully see everything in the best light for you. Thank you so, so much for tuning in and I hope you all enjoyed this episode and found it helpful. Meet you back here next Friday and until next week, bye for now. Thank you.